Hello! Welcome to Little Big Chats, the pod that keeps it real, gives you a laugh and discusses anything and everything. Hi, welcome to another episode of Little Big Chats. I'm here with Adam. What have you been up to this past couple of weeks? Not a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Generally, I don't have a very exciting life. Um, I've just been filming my vlog for my business, Rainbow Mm -hmm. & Co. Go and check it out. Um, so I've been filming a vlog for that and I've done three episodes now mm-hmm. and then I've had some like new products coming I can probably say what they are actually because they'll be they'll online be by the yeah. time so I got some shoelaces because they're like trending on uh, Etsy um, in like seven different pride flags yeah they're good me and Craig were talking about them because as opposed to buying like pride converts you can just change the yeah, yeah that's what i might do you yeah, know because yeah. instead of paying like 40 quid yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so yeah that's just what i've been doing what have you been doing um working all week um i've i went shopping um when i came back from your house so last week you were away but oh, i was yeah. with mum then i thought you know what i'm just gonna have a little bit of a um a shop retail therapy but yeah and i'm not as impulsive as i used to be but I was on the train listening to Chromatica by Lady Gaga, and I love the trans. Like she does, like music, and it transitions into a song. So it's like a full album that you can listen to on full. And I thought, you know what? That'd be great on the radiogram. So I went and bought the uh, vinyl version of Chromatica, and it's amazing because it slides into songs. Yeah, like oh. it, it doesn't just stop and start the next one. It like yes, yeah. but it's it's the too. album that I know every single song. So I don't want to skip. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I'm happy happy to listen I don't think to I've it. Listen to that album. Oh my god, it's amazing! It's amazing. Like it's better than art pop. Born this way is still like a solid mm. like album, but that was amazing. And then I went to Urban Outfitters and bought a book called How to Kill Your Family. So don't <laughs> don't panic. Um, yeah, it's it's literally about like this. It's like a thriller. And if anyone's seen Killing Eve, it's sort of a bit like that, but that's a little bit more like assassinate she's not an assassin the person but like it's just about how she did kill her family but and the reasons why and it's actually like can sort of relate i'm not going to kill Don't anyone no ideas i'm not going to kill anyone but she's like this person's wronged me and like seriously wronged her you can understand from her perspective yeah. like why because she, she gets angry it. and i get angry at anything <laughs> like a little bit of criticism i was talking about this the other day criticism does not go well with me. You know, in interviews where they're like, how do you handle pressure? Yeah, love it, great. How do you handle criticism? Yep, absolutely fine. No. No. Don't critique me on anything, all right? (laughs) So, yeah, that's about it, really. That's what I've been up to. This week's topic is a little different than usual, and I'd say slightly deeper um, than our normal light-hearted chats but we felt that it was important both of us to discuss it um, so you can get to know us authentically. Yeah and for upcoming episodes it's kind of going to impact on that topic so we need to do this story first and that's my story. <laughs> so yeah we're going to discuss Adam's transition journey. So first of all do you want to introduce yourself um, and yeah tell us about the situation <laughs> <laughs> so obviously i'm adam if you've listened to us previously you already know that and if you know us in person then obviously you will know that i transitioned from female to male um so I, when i was born i was identified as being female and then 
as I've got older, I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm not a girl. <laughs> and I now live like full time as male and uh, everything that comes with it. So we're just going to like discuss that basically today mm-hmm. and how it happened. And Yeah. So how would you, for people that don't know what being transgender means, like what's the definition of it? Just so they can. So understand. basically what I've just said, so to be trans is someone who identifies as like the opposite sex as they were identified at birth mm-hmm. and also we need to mention that like sex and gender are different things yes yeah sex is like your biological like your biology like and then your gender is like uh, influenced by when did you realize that you were different or did you ever feel that you were different as a child no uh, i don't know it's like hard question because i didn't I don't think I like realized I was different or something. Obviously, I was like, um, what you would describe as like a tomboy girl, mm-hmm. but I don't like, and that was like, I suppose I felt different in terms of that kind of thing. Because like, obviously, I liked like football and stuff, and like, mm-hmm. but even when you were younger, like from the age of like four, you liked football. And stuff. Yeah, oh. when I was like little, but I like like dolls and stuff as well. But like, I like play like mums and dads, but I was always the dad. Really. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. Always, because I was like, yeah, I'll be the dad, I'll be the dad. Because no one else would want to be the dad. Yeah, they? Like, other be girls won't want to be. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, I'm the mum or I'm the sister. And I'd be like, well, I'll be the dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so you must have knew, like. But, well, yeah, but I can't, like, I've just got a bad memory, I think. Like, I, I didn't actively think, oh, yeah, I'm different, there's something wrong. Yeah. Like, that was not a thing, but I was just like, oh, this is who I am. And I don't know why, but I've always had this, like, not confidence in myself but I'm not a confident person but like I've never been like swayed by other people so I've not been like influenced to be more girly or like more boy or no just as in like some trans people will like go through a phase where like between like certain ages that where they were hyper masculine or hyper feminine and it's like is I that, feel like I wasn't influenced like that is that do they just go through that because they want to try and like push away this feeling of yeah i think so i think it's like they, being different like, or... if, so if they're like trans going female to male they like go through a phase of being like hyper feminine because they're like oh well i'm just not trying hard enough to be a girl and this is what, what society I mean? says i should yeah, be yeah. as well yeah whereas like what i'm saying is like i've never had that so like I, I i knew i was different because i liked more masculine things and more boy topics and like yeah. whatever yeah even like to dress and stuff as well but yeah i didn't know that being trans was a thing so like yeah I, it wasn't a case of being like oh my god i feel like well this was back in like the early anything. 90s it wasn't really a thing i yeah. mean it obviously was, it was but it wasn't, but it wasn't like, discussed like yeah. it is today yeah. but i remember see i don't know whether this is um just because you were a picky kid <laughs> or just be or maybe because you were artistic but i remember that mum's always told me do you know what my, my christening yeah and yeah. that little star dress that yeah, you're wearing yeah. it took us so long to get you in that dress yeah. she must have bribed you or something because yeah. you did not want to wear a dress so all that, through that childhood was, were I must you, have like been, that? you were born when i was like six and a half so mm-hmm. i must have been like seven then when yeah. that happened yeah i remember i remember go like we were, i wore a dress to go to the thing and then as soon as i came home i got wet and got changed and i put camouflage pants on 
and like oh, a, a t-shirt but like it was they were girls clothes but they were like the they most were like, boyish, boyish I had. like lara croft tomboy yeah. <laughs> yeah i think i've seen a picture of you on a motorbike with megan taylor yeah 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 wearing like camel yeah, yeah, pants yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and i also remember being at primary school and having a um, uh, non-uniform day and it mm. was i was in mr marshall's class so it was like oh. year three so i was probably about the same age then like eight or something um and i was going to wear a man united tracksuit and then i decided to wear a dress don't know why probably because you thought i need to fit in probably but that probably was it and then so i wore this dress but then when we got to school and it weren't a long drive from our house to school yeah i was like oh i don't think i'll do this and mum was like well i can take you home and we'll, you can change into your tracksuit and i was like no no it's fine because i didn't want to be awkward for mum and then yeah. i like, went in and like i was crying what? um and mr marshall was like oh you look beautiful but i just carried on crying because i was like i don't want to look beautiful oh but you probably didn't feel beautiful because you were like this is not me yeah but i didn't yeah I didn't know what being trans was or like yeah. is a possibility you just felt uncomfortable yeah because yeah. you were like what i've just put this dress on thinking i'd fit in and now i actually stand out yeah. more than normal yeah so moving on to like teenage years so before transitioning so how old were you first of all when you started to like come out and transition well i don't know like well this is what i'm gonna say is like i found out like that being trans was a thing when i think was i was like 13 or 14. so before then what type of person were you like like confidence wise like well no i weren't confident but i'm not confident <laughs> no but like were you a little bit more introverted than you are now mm, i think I'd, i was like i am now kind of where like i'm I would be really shy but then once you know me i was like because like at school they probably would have said i was like quite outgoing and stuff oh. but um were you not quiet at school i was quiet in the sense that like i got on with my work and stuff but like i was like on all the sports teams and stuff and like yeah chatty and like best mates about teachers weren't i because i was right teacher's pet but like, that's because you felt safe though with yeah them. what i'm saying is i weren't like um they're quiet and isolated like you wouldn't because obviously I weren't being picked up for being autistic and stuff as well so it wasn't like I was a, you won't see me in a class of children and be like oh there's something not right going on there. <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean like, I was, in the nicest way I possible. was normal in some sense but yeah <laughs> do you remember me being like a girl girly or whatever obviously I remember you being a girl but you weren't girly in the slightest mm. and this is what I tell people all the time when I mean, nobody's ever asked, actually, which is rude. Um, <laughs> but people don't say, like, oh, like, what was it like? You know, because you used to have a sister and, like, it sounds weird, but, like, it's sort of, like, when it when it happened and stuff, it was, like, oh, what? Because, like, I didn't get it. But I never had a sister, mm -hmm. like, ever. Like, it sounds bad. And, like, obviously, you introduce them, oh, yeah, I've got a sister, blah, blah, But you didn't do the sisterly things like share clothes sometimes you talked about boys with me because we do have the same taste <laughs> in men i think um but we don't anymore but like our celeb crushes were similar um you might have it might have been like the opposite so like if i like you might have been more embarrassed being like oh this is my sister and your friends were like oh yeah you've got an older sister do they do this do they do that? and you might no. no yeah because so. that's the thing and that's why i think that this has been like obviously there has been like hard stuff to deal with but it's been easy compared to other people because I've never the only things I've had to change is pronouns and names yeah 
other than that you're still pretty much the same person and obviously i think now you're more confident in yourself and secure in yourself um but i do remember oh my god i've just thought of something <laughs> i remember you said to me so i used to play out all the time and you said what, to me, how old, like, what? maybe like 10. you were 10 all right, yeah all right yeah I no, I was ten. All right, so I must have been like sixteen. Yeah, so obviously you was going through like the whole thing in your head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was playing outside, and I was like, "Come on, come and play out with me," because you had this white BMX, <laughs> and I was like, and I was riding on it because you were just not interested at that time, mm-hmm. stuck in the loft or whatever, doing your own thing. Um, and I was like, "Come and play out with me, come and play out," and you was like, "Right, I will." And you got on this BMX and went, and was like, "Don't tell them I'm your sister. Tell them I'm your brother." To, to these people and, I don't went, think and it, then you went call me robbie i don't think that was when i was 16 i think that would have been a lot younger than that do you not remember though i do you remember using it. that name but i don't it was not when i was 16 it was when i was way younger than right that. so it doesn't matter what age but he was like call me robbie and i was like cool this is a game <laughs> i literally thought i was playing some kind of like role play game <laughs> but then i was like i quite like and i still like the idea of it not as much because like it hasn't worked out the way I thought it would in my head. I always wanted a big brother, you yeah. know, to be protective yeah, yeah, and yeah. like just to be like have a bit of a laugh and a bit of banter. Turns out it didn't work out like that because I look after you. Um, <laughs> we have banter though. We do have banter, but it's it's not the same because like lad banter because I feel like I fit in more with yeah, boys because yeah. I am a bit of a ladette. Yeah. Um. So see, that's interesting though because like when I were at school, like primary school was mostly all right i remember the boys let me start playing football with them when the ball like rolled off the pitch one day and i like crossed it in and it was really good cross and they were like oh my god oh my like god. yeah it was literally was and they were like oh my god you can play if you want and i was like yes <laughs> you're in yeah but then like high school i didn't fit in with the girls or the boys because and when i had like i was like got bullied and stuff at high school yeah and for being like masculine and mm. stuff but then like i had like um a mentor person who i had to go and see and their literal response was why don't you try being more girly and then you'll fit in with people and i was like no wait are we allowed to mention who that is no I who don't... was your mentor no it works i don't know it worked i remember it worked oh, a teacher all right okay they were like someone from outside from like a counseling thing or something oh right but like they were like because i was like i don't fit in i don't got any friends and they were like why have you not really got any friends i'm like because i don't fit in with the girls so i don't like any of the stuff they like I like the stuff the boys like. I like football and stuff, but they don't want to let me in because I think I'm a girl. girl. Yeah. And they were like, all oh, right, well, why don't we try um, like being a bit more girly and like what sort of things can we like say that you like? And I'm like, I that's don't lying. like them. Yeah. But that's what I was saying before was like, I was never like influenced to be like fit in. Yeah. I just didn't fit in. And that was, I but got bullied good. for it and I got a load of shit for it, but I just, that's because that you it. stuck to who you were. That's yeah. actually commendable because you could have easily been moulded in to someone that you didn't want to be. That's what I mean from, like, I was all my life, I was like, this is who I am. I was very confident in that. Yeah. And I weren't changing for anyone. Yeah. And someone wrote that in my um, Leaver's book. Oh, who? Was it like a, like a teacher? Or just no, no, a, a friend. Yeah. And she, I, I've said it before on Facebook and it's like a, a defining moment in my life because I remember it. Um, I won't say her name, but she, if she hears then she might remember she might not remember but she wrote in my like leavers book and bearing in mind only like six people wrote in my leavers book at like 200 wow. because i didn't have any friends uh, and she said um oh i really admire you um to always be like like true to yourself and all this and i was like 
That's well And I was like, someone's noticed me. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it was like, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt. Oh, that's well cute. Like I said, I watched the re reason I found out what like that being trans was a thing is I watched a program and I actually watched it back on YouTube yesterday and it's horrific. What was like, it? It's called well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's called Teenage Transsexuals, which is horrific. Yeah, and the actual cool. content of the thing is also outrageous. Like they miss gender people all the way through it and stuff like that. But I just always remembered it because there was a little boy on it called George, and he was allowed to go swimming with his not with no shirt on and he was like eight or something and his mum was like i keep telling him like it's not going to be much longer till he can't go swimming without his shirt on but i was just thinking like oh my god that could have been me when i was younger like i could have gone swimming with no shirt because i remember playing football with no shirt on when i was a kid Aww. which is a bit weird when you think about it but yeah no it's not weird unless it's like it's if it's pre-pubic yeah 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 time, but obviously like, without yeah, you can get yeah, in trouble yeah, yeah. for streaking yeah anyway. so like when i watched that documentary i remember watching it like on my little tv in my room and like I'm, i always used to watch tv and have the volume on like two because i didn't want people to hear what we're watching so i used to watch like queer as folk and stuff <laughs> um so and then that's when i like was like oh my god like it's a thing it's like a thing. you can be the other gender you can and, be like, whoever you, can you transition want whatever and it was obviously it was younger people but like there was a um a trans woman on it who started like taking hormones and stuff and then he went back and saw her so like i knew that that was a possibility and stuff then so you'd basically done your research as well like on your own oh yeah through like um tv and stuff yeah, yeah was yeah. the internet around then i can't remember yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so did you did you like google stuff um, um, yeah probably i can't remember i must have done because like mum says like i taught her everything because i already knew like everything um so, so then like I, I can't i don't i don't remember when i came out to mum but i just like wrote it in a little book so is that how, so how did you come out you came out to mum first yeah right so how did you go about that i like wrote in a notebook and this thing and i was like oh my name's jack so that was another name i used so it was like oh my name's jack and well that's not blah, bad blah, blah. What it is, yeah it? i can't remember what i wrote on it but it was basically saying like this is how i feel and blah 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 and then like put it under mum's pillow and then she would write back to me and put it under my pillow so we didn't actually talk in face yeah, to face about it because it was quite dark because i was like oh my god because like i just don't know probably but just mum has never um thought well for me probably the same for you as well she's never like not been supportive with anything so like did you not think that she'd be like dead nice to you like face to face i don't know i just don't you don't know how people react to true you, so. you don't but i can't imagine like kicking off or whatever I don't know. What kind of things like did you discuss in the book? I can't remember. Oh. I think it was just oh I, I just remember now, like it was just like, oh we'll go and see the doctor and blah blah blah. Um because if you think about it from mum's perspective, she'd been like, What the fuck do I do now? So I was like 14, 15. Because she would need guidance, wouldn't yeah, she? Yeah, so then she like she anyone. had to go and like research stuff then and like find out how to do stuff. Yeah. Um but obviously I was at high school then, but I think I weren't like um I didn't like come out of high school. Yeah. It was like I went to sixth form for two years and then when I left sixth form I went to Oldham I went college. to Oldham College and yes. did like a pre a foundation degree. Um and I didn't want to go to uni not having transitioned because I was like, well I just another three years then in it just yeah. looking in it. Yeah, and with like your name card and yeah, stuff yeah. that you have to have that identification yeah. with. Yeah. Find out then. So like I don't how old can you remember like how old you were or how old I was when you found out? Because like I say, like I like mum knew from when I was like 14 or 15 but then I didn't actually change my name or actually do anything so nobody until I was needed 18. to know until you were 18 basically yeah. because 
there was no name change or pronoun change yeah. or whatever. You just carried on living your life as it was, but with somebody else knowing. Yeah. So that would have taken quite a lot of um, weight off your shoulders. Um, I don't know the actual age, and I've wrote about it before. And I think I said I was about nine, but I. This sounds weird, but I um, like look at pinpointing moments of my life pre-granddad and post-granddad yeah. because my granddad died when I was nine I mm. think and that was like the biggest thing in my life at that mm. time and then I think you trans or I knew about it after he died because yeah. we yeah. obviously didn't have to tell granddad yeah. Yeah. so I must have been about 10 yeah um so and, I would have been like 16 so. yeah um all I remember is mum coming into my room I had, I had I was 10 but I had Barbie on my bed I don't know if that's like weird or not but I loved it because I loved anything Barbie. And she came and sat down and was telling me. I can't remember what she actually said to me. I think she just said that, you know, she said your name and was like, oh, um, they're going to be a boy now. So we need to um, respect that and use boy <laughs> pronouns. Like you were he, probably just like, him. what? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, what the hell? But I think I always knew. So... I always knew you were different anyway because you weren't girly. Yeah, yeah. You had short hair. You cut your hair short, spiky. And I was like, this is not like girls love hair. <laughs> girls, like it's a big thing when a girl cuts the hair. Yeah, yeah. And you were not asked. And I wanted my hair cut short from forever. A yeah. mum would not let me. Yeah. Because when she was it's little, a big decision. she'd had her hair cut dead short when she was little and she hated it. Yeah. So she didn't want me to do it. And I was like, well, yeah, she didn't. Yeah, but she didn't know if you were like sure. So mm-hmm. she was just trying to protect you, weren't you? Weren't she? But obviously, oh, yeah, yeah. you made the right decision in the end. But yeah, I remember Mum just talking to me um, on the bed, and I think I, I burst out crying. And but the reason why is because I was sort of like, oh, what are people going to think of me? Mm-hmm. And I was ten. Don't think I had that many friends anyway. <laughs> but I was like, what am I going to tell my mates? They're going to be like. Especially friends that I'd had since primary school, so I was really worried about people that knew you. Oh yeah, so I was worried about people that knew you as a girl, and then they were like, "What? They're a boy now," and and that's all I kept thinking. But then I was like, I soon got over it. But like I said, like I do milk situations, (laughs) and I cried and I cried, and then I went to mum, "Can I sleep in your bed?" And she was like, "No," and I was like, "Great, thanks." Well, it isn't like a big thing, but I also think like it's you you're upset or worrying or whatever about because you don't know what's going to happen yeah. like it's the unknown it it's not like, that you're like oh my god like i really miss my sister yeah it's no, like no it's just because you didn't know what was good what was the no was be. and yeah that's it it was just crying because of the unknown and then i remember mum like afterwards she'd like hugged me or whatever it wasn't a moment though where you're like oh i remember that forever because it was like supporting each other no, I think she just gave me a hug and then she went downstairs because she had to make phone calls. And I know that sounds weird, but um, I can't remember if it was before or after the conversation, but she went out of the room and um, I think she was on the phone to grandma or someone. And I was trying to ear with, because me and you on that banister listening when <laughs> someone was on the phone, my mum would be like, who's that? Who's that? So, and I remember her like talking to someone on the phone and she said, I'm going to have to ring a few people because I think she wanted to like stay with me while I was crying. And then which was like, right, I'll be back. I've got to go and ring a few people. But that's all I remember. And I don't know what was said in them conversations because it was a long time ago. And even now to this day, I don't remember anything like that was like different. And I've just, I feel like if we don't talk about it, I forget. Yeah. 
Like, I feel we'll like you've come, always been like we'll that. We'll come to that later in like after transition bit. Yeah. Um. So, well, one of the last things we've got on like the before transition thing, and you mentioned it before, was saying like, um, what was it like at school being perceived with different? And like, I was bullied all the time for like being masculine and stuff. I've already said that, mm-hmm. but I think everyone just assumed I was a lesbian. Yeah. And I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And I've never identified a lesbian. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like a lot of trans guys do but identify as a lesbian you. first, and then realize that actually that's not what the issue is but that wasn't me so like it didn't offend me do you know like when people like people would call me like offensive names and I would find it offensive if I was a lesbian yeah but But I didn't yeah so I was like you're saying it and I'm like it literally makes no difference to me because it's not true and I know it's not true and it just didn't affect me yeah like I feel like I, I, I don't know where I've got this like like repellent from where like people say stuff to me they're trying to be offensive and I'm like I don't find I it think offensive. you get that personality trait from mum mm-hmm. because she is like mum's like a, a very um like placid person she talks quite quietly and whatever yeah. but she is a hardcore bitch yeah. <laughs> like underneath it she's like proper yeah. hard as nails like it wasn't like nothing that people said actually offended me yeah it's just the fact that they won't leave me alone yeah like so about what they actually said i was just like mm, are you whatever. gonna mention some of the stuff what happened oh i think you lots should. of different things i just well like just generally i got called stuff all the time and like um someone cut, tried to cut my hair in an art lesson once who's heartless um i don't know who's heartless it was but this girl who was like she was not my friend um i had short hair already by then so i don't even know what she thought she was you were probably like go on then do yeah, it I'll exactly love you that's what I, exactly i had like the little spikes like sonic spikes and like she had that it was some of those like safety scissors that kids have but you know like green and yellow go on then love so she like lunged at me and like cut a top off a spike and i was like right what's well that? done not achieved anything do you know what i mean but like that's what i mean but like when you think look back to it i'm like actually that is quite a bad because that could be like assault basically yeah a lot of it that that you've told me yeah. is hate crime yeah yeah and the it, fact that wasn't a thing then hate crime was not a thing which is mad but the thing that maddens me the most is um the school the yeah. school what did they do nothing that's what i mean like i said i had like that mentor and i also spoke to like my heads of years and stuff and um i had like a book that i had to write down when people had been like bullying me and stuff and then he, the head of year basically said to me or you just um psychosomatic which basically means like you're making yourself ill by like worrying about it. i was like but obviously at the time i didn't say anything because I, di- I didn't know but looking back i'm like i got bullied every day and like sometimes physically and you're telling me i'm making myself ill it's not me and i was like i, w- I was always good at school yeah so i was like always a, one of the top students like always well behaved tried to, like, blend never, in. never had anything like a detention or anything mm-hmm. and yet it was my fault that I was getting bullied yeah I, I always think and as we said this in Florida like a few like years ago when we were having like a big deep chat I'm so glad I didn't go to school at the same mm. time as you because even though I am like a quiet person get on with my work a bit like you really never got in trouble only ever for talking which <laughs> lol um but if that if you were at school at that time and they weren't doing anything i'd have been a right nightmare i'd literally i'd want to like punch someone or like kill them yeah <laughs> but i would so another thing that with that other teacher saying i was psychosomatic that was when i was like in year nine so maybe like 14 mm. um and then when i was in like 10 or year 10 or 11 this girl who i hate i still hate her now <laughs> she somewhat someone who was a friend of mine gave her my house phone number mm. 
and then she rang my house and left an answer phone message mm -hmm. to my mum going your daughter is a man like repeatedly over and saying other things um, and she was in a maths lesson when she made that phone call wow so yeah so then obviously my mum kept I went home and I didn't know about it till I got home and yeah. listened to the voicemail and I was yeah. like oh shit um, and well, that's traumatic for mum. And then obviously mum came and listened to it, and like we we spoke to the school about it, and um, I got called in to see the head of year and stuff, and they were like, oh, um, like I can't remember how the, this girl was dealt with. Like, I don't even know if she was like suspended or anything like that. But they, I remember him saying like you can press charges if you want, <gasps> and I think I and I didn't, and I wish I did now because I'm like she was a horrible person. Wow. She's also the one who hit me on the head with the like metal bar thing. Yeah, which is ridiculous. When, where was that where you were hit with a metal bar? Oh, it was just in a corridor at school, an English corridor. Did nobody see it? It weren't a metal bar, it was like a it was a it was paper wrapped up with all these like uh metal ball bearings in it. So it's still a but what the <laughs> it weren't like a pole. I just like if that ha would happen now at school, I'd hope they'd do something about That's it. That's what I'm saying, like now at the time I was just like, Oh god, it happens because I'm different. And like I didn't think it was my fault or anything, but, but you I was just like, That's, "This is just how it is." Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, "Oh my god, actually, some of that was like really bad." But I can guarantee, if you'd have punched that person, you'd have been in trouble. Oh, hundred percent. Like hundred percent. Ridiculous. And I'm not saying that punching and fighting is the way to go. But if someone's attacking you and you don't fight back, that is not fair. No, I didn't fight back. I, I, there's another one that is, I, I'll tell you about. <gasps> that, um, have I never heard it before? I don't know. I was stood outside, um, like queuing up outside the class to go into tutor. And um, this girl came up to me and like punched me like in the bottom of the chin there like that and went, did that hurt? And I said, no. So she did it again harder. She said, did that hurt? I said, no. So she just kept doing it harder and harder. And I just said, no, all the time. I had a kicked up And she cunt. just, until, until a teacher started coming down corridor and she stopped them. What a fucking bitch. But I was like, no, it doesn't hurt. Like, they could, like, I don't know what it is. Like, they could have broke my legs and I'd be like, no, it doesn't hurt because... It, it, because you it, were trying to st stand strong it's that it's that bit inside you yeah, where you're like, like I, just, I don't give a fuck no exactly i was just like you can't hurt me for being me basically what the hell oh it makes me it makes my blood boil like literally <laughs> it's giving me high blood pressure because like i feel like yeah i'm allowed to bully you because you know <laughs> we're siblings i don't bully you nastily but like we're allowed yeah. to like fight yeah. somebody else does it not a chance yeah. and i'm telling you now if somebody did that to you in the corridor why did no other people stick up for you like that probably because they wanted to blend in as well but if i was at school and somebody was getting bullied um then i would probably say something if it was like really bad if it was name calling just i'd be like ignore it if it's physical i'd go and run and get a head of year or someone but like you say they don't do anything I just think it could have been worse. And there's no repercussions. It could have been worse. But that is, you remember them things and you, you're lucky that you've not, like, it didn't make you go back into your shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could have been like, right, no, do you know what? It's just easier being a girly girl and whatever. Let's just do that. Yeah. But, yeah. Talk about, so, during um, the transition. So, after you've come out, um, you obviously told mum first. After mum had discussed with other people that needed to know, like close family members, do you know of any, like, what were the reactions from friends and family? I don't think, like, I don't think there were really any, like, bad reactions or, like, really good reactions kind of thing. But What I was the general reaction? Just like, all right. Like, I think, well, cause, like, <laughs> so, like, they already knew. <laughs> yeah, like, it already makes sense. Like, I already looked like a boy and, well... I'm masculine, like male, and I already like dressed in men's clothes and like yeah, 
well, I, I wasn't like you said previously i wasn't the only thing that changed was my name and pronouns yeah and even that i only changed my name and they kept the initials the same so that people could call me by my initials yeah the only thing that um like shocked people was because it's it, it was unheard of yeah i think that's, that's the, the only i don't reason. think anyone was like devastating Imme- yeah immediately like oh my god like you're being disowned yeah. but like people obviously t- take time to process process it and like learn about it and stuff if they want to learn about it yeah i think when mum told people it's like you said before all right like we just thought they were a lesbian yeah exactly <laughs> did you think i were a lesbian when you were a kid i can't remember no i don't th- maybe maybe it was the hair maybe which is didn't. really bad to make that stereotype yeah. but yeah I, maybe i can't actually remember anything but yeah probably too young to think like be thinking that about me anyway yeah probably probably didn't know what a lesbian was to be honest like let's be real so what about like when we when i like changed my name and stuff so i was i, I was changed my name in 2009 i think or 18 um so like i was an adult by then um but like how did you did you find it easy to change my name or like cause i feel like now you call me adam mm-hmm. but like previously you'd call me by my initials which is aj and like mm-hmm. most people in the family call me that mm-hmm. um and like I said, that, that that was my initials before I transitioned and after. Yeah. Um, so, like, do you remember anything like... No, I just... I obviously, I made mistakes and was, like, tripping up. But yeah. AJ was just so easy. And I think, like, that... You could have gone with any name that you wanted and that would have been fine. But I think by you doing the AJ made it so much easier for the family yeah so and i feel bad that you probably you probably very selfless of me can i just no, that's what i was just gonna say i was gonna say i bet you sort of feel like like i, I did that for you guys yeah. and we're grateful for it obviously yeah. now you, i could call you whatever you wanted to be called because i will just go with the floor um but yeah no i, I just went along with aj pronouns i struggled with quite a lot and i think most people did so like the the going oh she's just over there and we're like oh shit yeah he's over there that's the only thing that i would say is like with family and stuff it just takes a long time but like as in a long time as in i like like i say i changed my name in 2009 so that's what 13 years ago don't ask me i'm not like, terrible well, whatever 13 years ago um but i can tell you like probably still 10 years after i transitioned i was still getting like mispronounced mispronounced but i think that even a word? mispronounced or whatever people were still using the wrong pronouns yeah but i feel like that as well so some people that use the wrong pronouns is because they're older so for no, example that's not an excuse for it at all oh no it's not an excuse for it the drama well it's not because no it's other not people do it's i not. think you've just got to make a conscious effort and some people are not prepared to put that effort in until they feel stupid calling you yes the other one like so obviously by then i've got i like 10 years in and I've been on testosterone as well for 10 years yeah so I feel like so when for example like when someone like grandma like said she she'll go oh he yeah and she'll change it quickly so that's when you know that people are not um doing it maliciously I think that's like something that you should say as well because if somebody did it by accident you completely understand it's a big adjustment for us as well as you you could like you can tell the difference between someone who is doing it on purpose just doing it on purpose well not even on purpose just not making the effort yeah versus someone's like saying like oh oh sorry sorry but like just don't make a big deal about it because it's like just just correct yourself and move on because it's not like 
obviously it is a big deal to some people but do you like were there anybody like within our circle or like your friends that stood out to you like that made like massive amounts of effort because mm. i mean everybody was kind of like supportive yeah i can't really remember and it's like the probably is like things that i should remember but i can't <laughs> like did you confide in anyone other than mum or I, was mum just the main when i i, I told mum but then i told john like next yeah. john's oh. my best friend um and i think he listens to the podcast so hello hi <laughs> um, um we were just like texting one night and i text him um and he was like oh, are you all right and i was like no because i've just told my mum this um that i'm like a boy basically did... and I, I can't remember what he said in reply but it weren't like it wasn't nasty i mean no, you've been no, friends no. Since, yeah, yeah. like it was, high yeah school. yeah he was um did he not like question it did he not know anything at all before mum no i don't think so i don't know i feel like people who were actually my friends would know that i wasn't a lesbian mm -hmm. but like other people in the school felt thought i was because that's just how i appeared yes whereas my friends like they would be saying because like i feel like me and john would like talk about stuff like big brother and stuff and like were you know. always like oh this person's fit yeah like I so feel then like... he knew that you weren't a lesbian yeah like I feel, yeah, yeah i feel like my friends knew that about me but I don't know if like like I say I only found out that what being trans was and was a thing when I was like 14 or 13 mm. they probably didn't know what it was either yeah so when I told John god you've been this massive like educator for everybody <laughs> like teaching us all like I, when I, I don't remember what his response was it obviously wasn't negative or anything because I no. would remember if it was and but then I feel like nothing happened for two years then um, so how did you find your new name? I know you've spoke about it, that your old name was your initials AJ and they still are, but how did you come up with Adam? Also, like, Jack? A, yeah, like we said earlier, you were like, oh, when I were little, I said you to you, call me Robbie. Yeah. And then um, I used that uh, name online Why? for ages. I don't Robbie even Williams. know. I don't have a clue where it come from. It's Robbie Williams. It must have been, but I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, um, and then... I wanted to be called Jack, and that's the name that I said. Like I said, my name was when I come out to Mum, and I don't think I said Why? that to John because I wanted to be Captain Jack off Doctor Who. <laughs> oh no, that is but so cringe, it, isn't it? It's cringe, but you you go for someone that you admire and that yeah, you yeah, want exactly. to be like or whatever. Yeah. So where um, did um... so then after that, like I knew that Adam comes from. That's the name that Mum would have given me if I was gendered as male at birth. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I can do that. And then I realised, like, oh, I could do Adam Jack and it'll be the same initials. So then people can, like, call me by my initials. Not that they call me by my initials. No, but I remember one day that um, after I'd come out and it must have been, like, when I first came out and I was... Uh, so Megan, I don't know how old she would have been, but she's younger than you, isn't she? Yeah. I don't know how much younger than you she she's is. She's 18 now, I think. Was yeah. Uh, so, well, she was only really little. So, like, say she was, like, four or something and her, her mum, my auntie, came to our house with her and then as they were leaving Megan like whispered something to Auntie Denise and Anthony just went yeah yeah you can and she went bye AJ oh! and like, that was like the first, the first time she said AJ instead of my old name and I was like oh my god you're so cute, well cute. <laughs> so that was actually again nice of you to um choose Adam because that's involving mum in the decision making yeah. a little yeah. bit because you could have said now nah, this is my name and that's what it is I mean now I'm a bit like apathetic about my name like I literally don't care like it's just my name but 
I, I feel... know, but it's you. Yeah, I know, but I don't... I think that's an important part, but obviously you're just, like, disassociated. I don't know, I don't really have, like, a connection to it. I'm just like, yeah, that's it, yeah. I won't care what name it was as long as it were male. Cool. So let's talk about um, the actual transition. So I'll let you have the floor on this because... So what um, so have, I... what, what have you had to do, like, legally? Yeah. Um, so I came out, mm-hmm. changed my name and pronouns and stuff, um and then in 2000 like in 2009 i changed my name legally so i did a deed poll and you can do that for free oh so it's free to change your name by deed poll not many people know that and they pay like solicitors and stuff to get it done you don't have to wow um i printed mine off on some like fancy paper from ryman's or something <laughs> um and got a steel seal sticker and you just stick the seal sticker on print the thing out and get people to sign it just basically says like oh who signed i'm it? declaring that i'm not going to use this name and use this other name moving forward so john yeah and dave who yeah. is an a, a, another trans guy who i know who was like um part of a group called morph in manchester which don't exist anymore but it was like a group for trans guys mm-hmm. um so he and my friend John signed my deed poll. Mm-hmm. So then I went to Co- uh, yeah to Oldham College. Um, I actually start I actually started college in the September mm-hmm. and didn't change my name till the October. And they won't let me have the right name on my um, right. So it had ID. Your previous name. Um, I'd emailed before I went to college though and said to him, "This is the situation." I do not want that name on yeah. my ID. It's like a new style. Um, and the actual, my actual tutor was like really good and was like, oh, I've never experienced this before, but like I'll help you as much as I can and mm. blah, blah, blah. Really nice. And then, But then when we got there, she was like, I'm really sorry, but they've like printed it with this on. She's like, but don't worry, we'll put taper over it and like put on this. So that's what oh, we did. Yeah. Um, but then obviously that made me change my name properly. Yeah. So that I could, they couldn't change it because none of the documents were yeah. like said that on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I did that. Um, and then I started to like look at I want obviously what it is like start on hormones and stuff but it's like takes a long time so we'd gone to the doctor's our GP with my mum and like got referred to like um, a gender identity clinic um, I don't know if there was only one in the country at the time I think I think there was you been. know yeah so that was Charing Cross in London um, so I got referred there, but obviously even then the waiting times were like quite long. Mm-hmm. Now they're actually outrageous, like so bad, mm-hmm. and there's more clinics and stuff. But um, I wanted to like have started testosterone and be on testosterone before I went to university. So I ended up using some of my inheritance money from our granddad passing away to pay for private treatment so like I, it was still in london because that was just kind of the only place that you could access stuff at the time yeah. um with a private doctor who actually was a trans guy himself um dr richard curtis he don't practice anymore um so and i think like the first i don't know if the first time i went i went on my own wow um and he, he just like has a chat with you and does your like your history and everything and writes a report basically mm-hmm. and then um recommends like if you should start testosterone or whatever um so i was like, paid for the appointment and then the next appointment you had to pay for and like they were not cheap they were yeah. like hundreds of pounds yeah um and i ended up getting testosterone i don't know if anyone came with me on the time that i went and when i got it can't remember i know mum came with me sometimes but i can't remember if she, if she came to any private ones with me or she only came to when i'd finally got on the path with um 
the NHS because eventually I started testosterone privately, but then eventually um, switched over to NHS when I got to the point where in the queue where I got to go to Charing Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so then I was, so I started testosterone in 2010. So yeah, and they were ago. like little injections, weren't they? Oh I yeah, I used them. to. I used to get sustenance at the time, which was like injections. Um, I used gel Ooh. now just because it's easier. But yeah, I used to get injections. Um, and then so then all through so then I started uni being like stealth, I suppose. And I don't know how. Like I think the only reason that I was able to be stealth, which basically means people didn't know I was trans, was because people didn't know about it. As yeah. in, like it yeah. wasn't as widely known. Yeah. Like now, I don't think I would pass as well. Because, like, obviously, I was, like, binding my chest and um, my voice was, like, not broken or anything. Like, I'd only been on testosterone, like, two months or something when yeah. I started uni. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think now, like, I'd be like, the people would know that I was trans, but at the time, no one said anything. And even if they did think it, they didn't know. I was I was like, out as being, like, gay, as a gay guy. And I think that helps as well because yeah, they thought I was, like, yeah. effeminate. Because yeah. I'm not a particularly masculine person. I'm quite feminine. Yeah. But... Obviously, for a girl, I was very masculine, but for a man, I'm quite feminine. feminine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's gonna be like a mind fuck for everyone, isn't it? <laughs> um. So yeah. So then I, I had to wait until after I finished uni to get um chest surgery because no one knew I was trans at uni. And you I have to have time. I couldn't off. take the time off to yeah. get the surgery. Yeah. Um. And also, it takes time, like going back and forth. It was a bit messed up because obviously I was registered as with a GP at home and then I had to register with a GP in, at uni to be able to get my testosterone mm-hmm. but then that caused trouble trying to get surgery because they were like well you're not going to be in this uh, area yeah. you're yeah. going to be moving about to another area anyway so I ended up getting chest surgery on the NHS in 2013 mm-hmm. when I left uni yeah um and yeah that was good <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, yeah. No, I do remember that because you came on with bags of blood attached to you. Yeah, you have drains attached. And I freaked the <laughs> fuck out. Mum had to bath you as well and stuff. And I was just there, like, I was like, I don't mind it. It's absolutely fine. Just don't show me the blood. Yeah. And you were like, mm, I've got blood in my bags. <laughs> like, trying to freak me out. Yeah, you have drains in. So, like, how, you have to carry around little bags of blood. How long were you in hospital for after you've had that? Were you, is it a day surgery you came home? Or did you stay uh, No, it worked day surgery, but it was, like, two days, wasn't it? Do you not remember? Cause... Is that the one where you were crying? Yeah. In the horrible hospital? Yeah. <gasps> what hospital was it? North Manchester. Haunted. Telling <laughs> you now. You were in. So, there's a new bit and an old bit, and you were in the old bit. Yeah. With, um, I'm pretty sure with other men, weren't you? Yeah, like yeah, in it was a men's, men's ward. ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whoa, there was like an old man, and he looked like he yeah. was going to die. This, the it old man scary. kept talking to me because he kept like looking over to me with like sympathy. And he said to mum one day, he was like, Oh, he's too young for this. It shouldn't be happening to someone like this. Because <laughs> he thought you were dying. Yeah, or like I had like lung cancer or something because he was like there for something like that oh. um and i was like oh my god <laughs> like you don't know what i mean because oh. i was like i had to get up and walk to the toilet with my two little drains and like yeah. shuffle along and he was like oh i feel really sorry for him because he shouldn't be having to go through this and i was oh. like well i shouldn't but <laughs> yeah not for the reason you think yeah no i remember that because i remember when you got upset and mum was like just go and wait over there and i was just stood in the corridor like <laughs> watching you two having this heart to heart yeah well i was upset going because i didn't, didn't want to be left there but that's not to do nothing to do with me no being i know trans. that's more to do with me being because it was scary yeah. like you didn't want to be in that hospital but yeah no i remember that and do you know what now that you're saying it i remember i can't remember if it's that or it was that surgery the top surgery because that was the biggest one mm. like that's the surgery that the first one you'd had and 
I, I think that sunk in for me a little bit then because like sounds bad like there's no going back yeah there's no going back and it sounds bad but not that i wanted to make it all about me but <laughs> she probably did <laughs> yeah well this is the thing but i remember there was a lot of like like kerfuffle around you and i was like nobody knows i exist anymore <laughs> <laughs> it were only for like a week or something no i know and as well i don't think people at that time give me credit for being quite grown up yeah yeah i think that how old would i have been then yeah well i was like 21 so you'd have been 15 16 yeah so i was i was kind of grown up whatever but i actually do think i'm i was quite yeah. mature for yeah, my yeah. age and i think having that that happens in your life makes you more mature anyway so after um top surgery so i changed what name next? got testosterone had top surgery and then i had a hysterectomy i can't remember how like that was like another five years after so that worked. it was a long time after was it five years? No, it can't have been five years after it worked, 2018. It was when parental guidance came out because mm-hmm. mum let me rent it off the Sky Store. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, it was quite a few years later um, I had the hysterectomy. And I had it at the same hospital, but it was at the new in the new bit. Mm. So that and was, was, that, was that a day surgery or what was that? Uh, no, I think it was in for one night then. Yeah, that was like a keyhole surgery, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was keyhole surgery. And they, um, I just remember... Like you to be able to be allowed let out of the hospital, you have to like pass so much urine. Oh. And um you had a catheter in. Ugh. And like the woman was like, um, she was like, Oh, you're not drinking enough. And I was like, Yeah. You don't away. No. I was like, Yeah, because no, they put the drink too far away for me to reach and you weren't <gasps> allowed to stretch. So I was like, she kept coming in through the night and she was like, You need to drink more. And I was like, I can't reach pass me it. drink then, love. So she'd pass it me, but it was like one of those little plastic ones they have in hospitals and I was like fill it up I've drank it all what do you want me to do and then she'd come and visit me two hours later and go you've not drank enough I'm like there's nothing in it what do you want me to do oh but you wouldn't have said anything would you because no. you'd have been like too scared exactly because me being how I am Ooh. I was like couldn't say anything but I was like god god <laughs> so wow. yeah that's all the like surgery So just before we finish, we're going to say a quick discussion of like things not to say to a trans person. Now, obviously, every trans person is different and like... The general rule of thumb, though. Yeah, like some people will be offended by certain things and others won't. You obviously have to make a judgment based on the person you're talking to. But generally, things not to do. Um, Don't ask what their old name was. Yeah. Because it's none of your business. Yeah, you don't need to know as well for me uh, like it's just a it's just a being nosy thing like people yes. want to know to be nosy if it was the other way around i would also want to know because i'm just a nosy person yeah but for me the way i explain it is like if i tell someone what my old name was every time they see me they're going to think of that name yeah and they they just know that about me and it's like they, they i don't know it's just like they would be making decisions and like just they shouldn't know <laughs> yeah and do you know what when i think of your old name i sometimes accidentally slip up and mention it like yeah. i've done that before to you and i think where the frig has that come from yeah because it's it's my brain. brain thought about yeah, it yeah exactly yeah if you don't know it you can't mess up and you can't get it wrong like obviously you can know that they're trans but you don't need to know their old name unless they're happy to tell you and do you know what like you know some people have like asked me like oh what was aj's yeah. name before 
it makes me feel really uncomfortable because it's made you think of it then yeah and, and like, i well, think that's not, that's not that person yeah, like exactly. that is that's just a name yeah. like it has no um like link i had um, an order from the business the other day with the exact same name like first name second name and i had oh to write the card God. with the name and oh. i was like this is weird ass. did you feel weird when you was like the handwriting and stuff it's the same handwriting as what you would have had no like i, I when i saw it came through i was like well oh, that's a bit weird isn't it? and I, I actually didn't feel bad doing it but i wrote the card and um i weren't ready to pack it so i just had to leave it on the side and i thought if mum sees that she'll think like something weird's going on but it was it was like a legit order, obviously. Um, so yeah, don't ask uh, trans people what their old name was. Yeah. If they want to tell you, they will, and some people will be happy to tell you. Mm. Um, some people keep the same name if it's like a gender neutral yeah. name or something. Yeah. So um, another thing is don't say things like "Have you had the surgery?" <laughs> like what Me. does that what does that even mean for one? Um, and because surgery doesn't make you male or female. No, and also there is not just one surgery. Like some trans people choose to get surgery, some people choose not to, some people choose to have top surgery and not bottom surgery, and vice versa. Some people, some trans people don't take hormones and stuff. It doesn't have any bearing on whether they are male, male or, female. or female. Yeah. Um, and it's just a bit naive, really, to for you to be like, "Have you had the surgery?" And and it's nosy. It's nosy. And also, we know exactly what you're saying when you say it. You mean what have we got in our pants? And yeah. it's none of your business. And it's weird. And it's weird. Like, you don't go down the street or, like, with any, in any situation, you don't ask anyone else what, like, a cis person, which is the opposite to transgender. So a cis person is someone who was, like, ID'd as I'm female cis. at yeah. birth and yeah. identifies as female still and male. Mm. Um, like, you won't just meet them in a situation and be like, oh you're cis oh my god does that mean you've got a vagina <laughs> like it's just weird like you don't think about that and like it, it, for some reason when you know someone's trans it gives some people like this permission in the head that they're just like oh i need to know everything about their biology would you be thinking about it please stop <laughs> yeah no that is weird it is weird it's just it's curiosity but it's like also no you don't need to know um i don't know if i can't, can't think of anything else can you no I think they're the main ones. Anything that's a little bit invasive, mm. where it's like, you don't actually need to know the answer. Yeah. Do you know this person now? Yeah. Didn't matter if you knew them before. Who cares? Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. And then also, while we're here, just wrapping up the conversation, I um, wanted to ask whether you were comfortable with pictures um, of yourself pre-transition. Yeah, because you've used one as the cover of this podcast. But can I just tell you, I posted that with permission because I know that that picture um, is allowed to be shared because it's dead cute. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't, like, it changes over your transition. So, like, in the past when I wasn't comfortable, comfortable. and I felt like I didn't pass as male, you just said I, no. I'd have been like, no, because then people will see that and, my, and see me. But it was like, I look at pictures now and, like, I know it's me. And it looks like me and like like frank's always like oh it looks like you and i'm like yeah because i look i'm wearing boys clothes usually wearing a football kit and a baseball yeah. cap because that's just yeah. how i was um and i don't like it doesn't upset and me also like you're not hiding anything like people know now yeah. that you're trans and you're proud of that yeah. so it's like i don't care that that's why i used to look like yeah. i'm yeah. like this now yeah. so yeah but also i think that if 
as an ally if you were going to share something always ask for the person's yeah, permission yeah. um because i know that for a fact that and even so now i don't actually feel comfortable sharing pictures of you as a teenager and no, i wouldn't that, do that, that to you i look awkward that's why no but i wouldn't do that to you as well because obviously you were going through like puberty and mm. things and i think that would make you feel uncomfortable it makes me feel uncomfortable yeah. i think like in the picture like the one you've shared and young ones i've obviously i've got long hair but like you, I could still be a boy in it in yeah. that picture. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know. So I think that um, yeah, just always ask for permission with anything as well. If you're not sure, always ask the person to their face. Yeah. So just to wrap the whole conversation up, um, are you done with your transition? Have you reached the the point where you're finished and you think that you know? everything's all sorted or yeah so obviously like I, I'm still on testosterone I'm gonna be on testosterone for my whole life because I've had a hysterectomy now there's no other hormones in my body yeah I have to keep taking testosterone for the rest of my life mm -hmm. um obviously I've had chest surgery and stuff um I haven't had any lower surgery but at the minute I, I wouldn't because it's not as good like surgery like lower surgery for trans women is a lot Amazing. more progressive than it is for trans men like yeah for to for lower surgery there's a few options but in general it requires multiple surgeries so yeah. like three or four surgeries yeah it involves like a lot of like big scarring it's very invasive as well very invasive and the outcomes like not guaranteed not, not as good as it is for trans women so like at the moment no if they just like turn around and said all right we'll just like give you a transplant tomorrow i'll be like yeah go for it <laughs> <laughs> but at the, at the minute like it's not and it doesn't seem to like progress as quickly as the trans women's surgery has i don't know what the reason is for that but so basically you're not ruling it out but right now you kind of no like, until... i would love to have have that but i'm not going to put myself to it for a result that i might not be happy with yeah yeah you'd rather just save yourself yeah because like like we've just been saying previously like no one knows what's in your pants exactly unless, unless, I, unless I want to show them yeah which... exactly <laughs> yeah which we'll go into that next week in the dating episode oh yeah <laughs> so yeah that's it with your transition journey then yes happy as you are yes obviously very happy <laughs>for listening to this week's podcast in particular because it's a topic that like means a lot to both of us um don't worry it won't be as deep every time but we just wanted mm. to get this out of the way so that we can move on to talk about some things in the next few weeks so next week is relationships and dating which i can't wait to do um but obviously my being trans will have an impact on that so we needed to get this one out of the way first so we will see you next time for relationships and dating <laughs>